What is up guys, it is Quinn here back with another video and today I'm going to continue talking about my positional sleepers. So I've already gone through my running backs, my wide receivers, my quarterbacks. Now it's time to talk about some tight end sleepers that you guys should be targeting this season. I think tight ends are arguably one of the most important positions to find sleepers at because every year there are guys who go undrafted or are picked in the last few rounds who end up being really solid starters in your lineup. And I'm not talking about like tight end 10, tight end 11. I'm talking about players who can potentially finish as mid to high end tight end one options. You know, like the guys last year you were looking at, Dalton Schultz was basically undrafted in almost every league. He ended up being a mid tier tight end one. Other guys like Zach Ertz, Pat Fryermuth, really strong starts in your lineup down the stretch. In 2020, we saw TJ Hawkinson and Robert Tanyan. And then in 2019, we saw Mark Andrews, Austin Hooper, and Darren Waller all kind of have some breakouts. So every year there are going to be tight ends who kind of have these breakouts. And these are three players who I think could potentially be those guys this year. If you guys enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, all of that stuff. But let's just jump right into it. And the first tight end is going to be Cole Komet. Right now he is being drafted as the tight end 14 in like round 11. So he is basically a player who's getting picked as like a second tight end for a team, right? Like if you're drafting a a Dawson Knox, maybe you follow it up with a Cole Komet pick shortly after. That's the range he's in right now. And just looking at Cole Komet's progression as a player, he was a second round draft pick, didn't really do much as a rookie. Most rookie tight ends don't do much. Averaged 3.9 PPR points per game. So really not on anyone's radar. He took a solid step in year two, bumped that up to 7.1 PPR points per game, finishes the tight end 25, so still not really fantasy relevant, but we can kind of see the improvement that Cole Komet is making in terms of his production. And what was encouraging is that he was top 12 in receiving yards for tight ends. He was also eighth in targets and then 11th in target share. So he was commanding targets and turning that into production. The problem was he scored zero touchdowns. So if you're finishing eighth in targets for tight ends and you can't even score one touchdown, that is just brutal. There are kind of two main factors here. The first one is that the Bears just weren't a team that were throwing for a ton of touchdowns. They passed for 16 touchdowns in 17 games, so less than one passing touchdown a game. That's atrocious. That was fourth fewest in the NFL. The second reason was that Jimmy Graham was their red zone tight end. He scored three touchdowns last year. May not seem like a lot, but three out of 16, it's a decent number, and that was the second most on the team. Jimmy Graham is no longer there. Cole Komet is going to be the guy. So when you're looking at, he was already able to, you know, command solid targets, command a solid target share. Now you're looking at Jimmy Graham is gone. Allen Robinson is gone. The wide receivers behind Darnell Mooney are terrible. I think as a whole, this offense is going to be better just based on the coaching staff, right? Like last year with Justin Fields, nothing was based around Justin Fields in that offense. Now they have an entire offseason, more competent coaches. I think Cole Komet can kind of volume his way to a top 12 season. And then if he hits some luck in the touchdown department, I'm talking like five, six, seven touchdowns, nothing crazy here. I think he could enter into that potential like mid-tier tight end one conversation. He's an ascending guy. And if he can take a big leap this year, I think he can give you some solid fantasy production. So he is the first tight end sleeper. The next guy is going to be David Njoku. He is going off the board as the tight end 17, a round 12 pick. So another guy who's in that range of like, someone's second tight end on their roster. And just looking at it from kind of an outside perspective, David Njoku has all the tools to be a top fantasy tight end. He was a first round pick. He's a very athletic guy. If you're looking at those tight ends finishing at the top, you know, your Kittles, 
your Kelsey's, your Wallers, your Andrews. Those guys are all top athletes at the position. David Njoku has that checked off. He also got big money this offseason, signed an extension with the Browns. So clearly they're going to want to use him. They're going to want to get him involved. They see the value in signing him. So far as a pro, though, it really just hasn't clicked. And we're kind of at this weird spot where he's had enough time to break out. It just hasn't happened. For me at tight end 17, I'm willing to kind of take on the risk, which is pretty minimal. He's never gone for over 700 yards in a season, but I think you can kind of rationalize that. Last year, this was a three-headed tight end committee with Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant. So all these guys are kind of splitting opportunities, you know, splitting targets, all of the above. Now Austin Hooper is gone. We actually saw David Njoku play 100% of the snaps with the starters in the first preseason game. Obviously, that's a small sample size, but we've seen some of these other tight ends that we're excited about. Albert O was one of those guys for me where I was super excited about him, but his usage in the preseason game was really, really concerning, where he was one of the only, you know, supposed starters who played and then wasn't even playing a ton with the second team. David Njoku does not have those concerns yet. Also, if Deshaun Watson is playing, right, like if Deshaun Watson has his suspension changed to like a year, I'm pretty much going to be out on David Njoku. But if Deshaun Watson is in that lineup, I feel like we're in a spot where David Njoku could kind of get unlocked by Deshaun Watson. You know, if it's like that same six-game suspension, I think Njoku's a solid target. But this could be the year that David Njoku has his big breakout. And then the third and final tight end sleeper is going to be Robert Tunyon from the Packers. He's basically not even being drafted in some leagues. Going off the board is the tight end 22. I think this is way too low for Robert Tunyon. Of the returning wide receivers and tight ends for the Green Bay Packers, Robert Tanyan has the highest scoring season of all of them at 11 points per game. That's nothing crazy, but it's better than every other weapon on that team. And that's without counting uh, Randall Cobb's first run with the Packers, because obviously it's a completely different player. But Aaron Rodgers is known as someone who likes to have familiarity in his offense. He has typically struggled to, you know, connect with players on their first, second year. Robert Tanyan's been there. He has Aaron Rodgers' trust. He had his breakout in 2020 where he finishes the tight end six in points per game. I know a lot of that was due to touchdowns, but like at this point, you're looking at the Packers, the weapons aren't there. It looks like Robert Tunyon's on track to play in week one, and he could be the guy who leads this team in touchdowns. You know, you don't like to rely on touchdowns for fantasy production, but at tight end 22, if you're getting a tight end who can get double digit touchdowns, you're not going to be finding many of those players at this spot. If he's healthy, ready to go. He has the trust of A-Rod. I could totally see him putting together a season where he's a top 10 tight end, a lot of it guided by touchdowns, but still, you know, production is production. We could see like a Dawson Knox-esque season out of him. So he's someone I'm definitely targeting on my best ball teams and is someone I'm really going to be watching on the waiver wire. Like if Robert Tanyan is getting solid snap shares early on in the season, he's definitely someone I'm going to have my eye on. So those are my three tight end sleepers. We have Cole Komet, David Njoku, and Robert Tanyan. Some of these guys are going to break out. Maybe it'll be these guys. Maybe it'll be other ones. Let me know down below if you guys have any tight end sleepers that I didn't talk about. I want to know your reasoning, some players to keep an eye on. As always, thank you guys for stopping by, and I'll see you in the next one.